Carl Jung said, Awaken and shine your light for others to follow. The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrienne McDonald, and welcome to the Source Code Podcast. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. Grab your coffee or your favorite tea. Let's get into what the muse has for us today. I feel like I feel like I'm finally settling into the new year, this 2024. And I was thinking back to when I was in corporate. You know, I used to go to the gym after work just about every day. I had a personal trainer, and that was one of the ways I motivated myself to go to the actual office because I had that appointment at the end of the day. And January was a little bit tough because you'd have all the New Year's resolution people flood the gym at the beginning of the year. So, you know, you might have to wait for a few machines and whatnot. But by this time of the month, we would already see people dropping off. And by mid-February, it would almost be back to the same number of people. And you might get a few more, but not many. And it got me thinking about some of the other things that you see, that I see in January around like the news resolutions, the word of the year, the vision board gatherings. Now, I've told you before, I don't do New Year's resolutions. They don't, that, that process doesn't really work for me because I like to winter and wintering. And this is about the time of year where I feel like, oh, okay, all right, now we're in the year. And I want to talk today about sort of beyond the vision board, or at least beyond the way vision boards or what I've seen the way vision boards have been done. And again, no hate to vision boards. I don't, I do use a word of the year and I've done vision boards in the past. But if you keep doing these things and you aren't getting the changes you want in your life or the results you want in your life, it's probably because you need to rethink the approach. I see so many vision board gatherings, and I've been to these, where like a bunch of women get a lot of magazines and some glue sticks and some poster boards. They open a bottle of wine or two and talk about all the things they want to buy. And they throw in a key word or two like freedom or travel. They come out, they cut out a bunch of pictures, and they ooh and awe over each other. Oh, I I would would like that, or I, I would like that. And then they take those poster boards home, and they might hang them up in the office, but they generally don't look at them very much. And I, I think about, well, why, why doesn't this work? And in my experience, there's not a lot of thought process prior to getting to the magazine part in, in the overall gathering. And a surprising number of people can't even tell me why they picked their board of the year either. Or they, you know, six months down the road, it's like, I don't even remember what it was. So it's not really a shock when people say this doesn't work. And when I sort of took this approach, it didn't didn't work for me either. So let's slow this down a bit. Let's put some stillness into the process. Let's take a beat. Let's take a pause. In order to create intentions in order to select a word, in order to creating a vision board, any of that, 
you need to be in the space of creation energy, the communing, if you will, with the universe. Now, when you're talking about bringing things about in your life, these changes, that's a pretty sacred thing. You're, you're putting something out there to the universe. You're telling the universe, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to create this with you. I'm ready to step into this. And uh, I think that there's a, uh, I think the first time I ever even f- like learned about vision boards was with uh, John Ashraf, I think. And uh, I, I consider him like the king of vision boards. I, I don't even know who came up with the concept, but he's the first person I think of when I think about vision boards. And he says, a vision board is a sacred place that displays what you want in life. When you create a vision board, you get clear on what you want to manifest. Now, again, it's that sacred place. This is all about intentional living. And when we talk about vision, Carl Jung said, your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. Who looks outside dreams. Who looks inside awakes. And I, I don't think he was... When he said that, he was thinking, you know, I'm going to plaster a a bunch of pictures on a poster board of um, things I want to buy. And again, no hate. Like, I I love a good Spartina purse. I really do. But let's put a little bit more thought to this. Now, the first thing I usually hear at vision board gatherings or even personal development events is what do you want? And I mean, I say that too. What do you want? Which most people don't really know what they want in the first place. So yes, that is a question that needs to be asked. But let's go a little deeper with that because we need to ask deeper questions to really let that bubble to the top. I like to ask, like, what season of life are you in? Because it changes, you know? Your priorities change. What are your values? Where do you want to raise your standards? What are your standards? How do you want to feel going about your day? Where are you investing your energy? What are you investing your energy in? Who are you spending your time with? Who do you want to spend your time with? What do you want to accomplish? And this is one I never hear. What impact do you want to have on the world? Because that's the other thing that I think is missing in in a lot of these vision board gatherings is it's very, very um, uh, typically focused on what you can get um, instead of what you can offer as well. And I think that the ones that I've seen that have been more successful there's a ref, there's a it's a two-way street there like what can i give as well as what do i want to bring into my life and when you you know think about it from that standpoint and then you create your vision board and you have all those pictures out there get reflective about comparing it to see if that matches up to your value system because you might find there's a mismatch there and you need to have some contemplation. And also, if you put words like freedom on there, what does that mean to you? How does that look? 
Again, travel is another popular one. Again, where do you want to go? Because if you don't have a more tangible, specific idea, it doesn't work. So now looking at your year, after you have your vision board in front of you, like what are the aligned action steps you're going to take each month to move towards that vision? And have you put checkpoints in your calendar to be reflective about this? Because you might have some life-changing event that calls everything into question because life happens. It does. And instead of just tossing out that board, be intentional about it. That's telling your brain, hey, you know what? I'm not, I'm not dismissing this, but our circumstances have changed here and we want and need something different now. I don't feel aligned with this anymore. You're also giving that message to the universe, not just, a, oh, well, I'm just going to throw this in the trash in the back of my closet. I really didn't mean what I said when I put this together. See, that's, it's all about the intentional living. It's like, mm, you know what? My circumstances have changed and uh, I'm not, I'm not feeling this anymore. So let's do a reset. Making these small, meaningful changes, that's where the magic is. That's why I say you have to find the magic in the mundane because everything is sacred and this is what it means to have an intentionally led life. So let's talk about the word of the year. Now, personally, when I pick a word of the year, it's, it's tied to some challenging thing I need to work on. And sometimes during the year, I usually question my sanity because it's usually not all roses. Like embodiment last year really had a significant impact, but it was not always easy. Now, I realize that not everyone's like that. Some people have a word for inspiration. But in general, I think some of the challenges with this is sometimes it's too rigid Again, you might have a life change and need to change the word. And guess what? You can do that in the middle of the year. I've, I've changed the word in the middle of the year. And sometimes maybe a word's not enough. Sometimes people like to have a theme for the word year that's several words. You know, I have both a word and a theme. And the theme usually has something to do with how I want to do, how I want to move. Like, um, you know, if I have a focus on simplicity or elegant grace or, you know, something along those lines to bring me back into focus of maybe not being so frenzied, something like that. I've done that in the past. If you have done the both the word or the theme and you've done like the vision board thing, do they tidy one another or do they conflict? See where I'm going with this? Everything should interconnect, right? Now, for your reflective question of the week, is really meant a series of questions. And even if you didn't do a vision board this year and have no desire to do so, there's still value around reflecting on this with any intention setting. So what behavioral patterns have you exhibited in the past that may pop up again to prevent you from taking the aligned action so you can make the changes that you want to make to get the results that you want? What are those behavioral patterns? Because they're going to come up. Some people call this your stopping strategy. Because it will come up. And when it comes up, how are you going to handle it? How are you going to handle it? Because if you can look at all the ways you stop and sort of pre-decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do. 
when it comes up, A, you'll recognize it. You won't, it, it will be a much more conscious process. And B, you're much more likely to take a different path. The other thing I would ask you to reflect on is what spiritual practices are you putting in place to help you with all of this? Because willpower alone is likely not going to get it done. So those are the reflections this week. As always, thanks for listening. If this is helpful, please, please share it out. And if you feel moved to, always appreciate the ratings on social, on the, um, the podcast platforms. Happy to connect on social media, Instagram, threads, Facebook, LinkedIn. And remember to find beauty every day and seek the magic in the mundane. Thank you for listening to the Source Code Podcast. If you found this episode insightful and feel moved to, please leave a review and share it out with those you believe will find it helpful. You can check out my website for more information at www.adriamcdonald.com. And for more of my more regular musings, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, and LinkedIn. I hope you have a beautiful week.